1: Here is Josh and Lance. Raz, what is up? Welcome to the Working Princess Podcast, the Dental Advice Show. I am Joshua Austin.
0: And I am Lance Timmerman.
1: Lance, you reserved transmitter, you. <laughs> yes, I am. And a damn proud. That's a, that's a good one. It's one of the better ones you've had. <laughs> reserved transmitter. Uh, last week, we, I, I asked you a question that you said you needed more time to answer. Yeah. Uh, and I yeah. think it had to do uh, about getting your Belgium license.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those things that if I just kind of give you the the short version, I just look dumber than I really am. And it, I'm not saying I, I look smart, but it's at least understandable when you hear the details. Sure. So yeah, it uh, it was t- towards the end. I was tired of talking by then too. So it was... <laughs> at
1: least you're honest. <laughs> And a reserved transmitter, and I am reserved. Yeah. So t- tell me about this story. So so <laughs> okay. Start start. You know, start at the zygote stage. You know, start at you the were, beginning. You're a zygote, and and then what happened?
0: I was born the son of a sharecropper. That's I was hoping no. for that. <laughs> no. Um. So uh, years ago, this would be 2008. Um. I did a smile makeover for a, a beauty pageant contestant from Belgium. And uh, we'll back up a little bit. Clint graduated dental school in 2007. And towards the end of dental, I gave him advice all the way through. And he's like, dude, there's no way I can pay you back. What could I possibly do that could make up for this? And uh, I said, well, hey, let's. we both love Manchester. Let's go to Manchester. We'll go to a week in Manchester, hang out and uh, have a lot of fun. Well, it, we started doing a little bit more research and realized... That's a lot of time in Manchester. And uh, <laughs> I don't think I love it enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, you are fully covered it in what, 72 hours
0: probably? That's about it. Yeah. yeah. Actually, actually, 36. So we, um, so I did this makeover and I we were planning to go October of 2008. We were going to go to um, Europe. I said, hey, I have an idea. Rather than just go to Manchester, why don't we then make our way to Belgium? And I have a place to... stay you know she's got a family would love to show us around and there's nothing better i'm a big fan of rick steve's uh, europe through the back door yeah uh the idea is don't wait hold
1: on it what is this about
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's not just backdoor action it's also talking about don't just be a tourist don't just go to the marriott and see the things go but i love the marriott lance Uh, it is a great place but um the idea a lot of these countries by the train stations there will be people with signs, not asking for handouts, but saying, Hey, I got a room, come rent a room and you can stay with them. They'll cook you dinner and
1: talk. They just want to meet people. Now, will and they make me frites. That's cause that's what I want.
0: They actually, if they're not going to make them, there's a free stand nearby. They'll take okay. you to. And, and I,
1: when I go to Belgium, all I want to do is eat nothing but frites the whole time. That's not a bad way to
0: go not a bad way to go. So then Clint said, Hey, why don't we fly home from Prague? Clint lived in Prague for a couple of years and, and I'd never been. So I thought, okay, well, we're going to make a trip. We're going to land in Manchester and make our way to Prague. And uh, so it was just this week-long adventure. Well, so we make our way to, to Belgium and uh, Manchester originally was going to be a full week. We landed Friday afternoon and we left at midnight Saturday. So we were barely a day but we saw it. We did some things. Um, so we go to, go to Belgium. Originally, we were going to be there for maybe a day or two, but she had a whole lot of things planned for us. She was so grateful for her smile and everything. She had a big dinner planned. She was actually writing an autobiography. I, apparently, she's kind of a big deal. At one point, she was a co-host of a TV show, show kind of like Access Hollywood. And so um, at the dinner table was a guy that was, um, had a plastic surgery clinic and he said, hey, you know, we should talk. It would be great if we could offer packages, you know, boob job, liposuction and smiles all in a weekend. And I thought, well, I haven't heard of that before. Why not? Let's look into it. And I said, you have to understand though, I never want to take boards again to get licensed here. I don't want to go back to school. I don't want to take boards. I just, I just want to come here. He goes, no, no, in Europe, mobility amongst, around Europe, super easy. It's just paperwork. I'm like, I kind of doubt it, but okay. He goes, I know a guy. Okay, well, that's I love it how-
1: when someone knows a guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he apparently was an instructor at the the KU University in in Leuven, and he couldn't. He would have hired this guy, but didn't because he was had a teaching position that was just going to be in the way or something like that. So we started trading emails after the the, the October vacation with Clint, and came up with kind of a business plan and. um we back and forth. We kind of came up with an idea of having a local dentist do the screening. I need to see to see X rays. I want to make sure they're periodontally healthy. And the upside would be okay. This local person's going to get to do all the follow up recare. I'll come in, do the smiles. They get to keep cleaning their teeth and and, and redoing anything. You're kind of a patient done. for life. Yeah, yeah. And so it's a win win for everybody. And I told him, I said, look, the odds are it's not going to taste not that hard to do what I'm doing. That pretty soon she's going to see what I do and go, shit, I can do that so it'll dry up but at least for a while it'll be an adventure so um, we start sending a lot of paperwork I had to send four copies of my transcript from dental school um, my diploma the whole all these different things and I didn't get this letter from it was a big letterhead with a big logo that looks all formal and things so I had to take a photo of it and send it to him and and seek my patient saying what the hell does this say it's all in Dutch (laughs) And they're and like, you don't oh, read this. Not yet. So okay. I, um, they're like, oh, awesome. They're inviting you to come to the KU Uni- university in Leuven. And I'm like, fuck, I don't want to do boards. I, I, I said I wasn't going to do boards ever again. I mean, if you've never done it, you don't know how much hell this is. And so they're like, wait, so all this planning back and forth, he so I had a bunch of patients were kind of getting excited to ha- meet this American dentist to fly in and just do their smile. And so I thought, well, he goes, look, it's it's easy. You, you, just, you just show up. They provide everything for you. I'm like, okay, well, all right, we'll go. So it was February 22nd, 2009. Um, it was a Monday. The fact
1: that you remember the day is not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. never remember like, oh, it was an easy thing. No big deal. I never remember that date ever. Uh, there's like dates I remember. They're like September 11th, 2001. Like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. The, 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 so, so this is bad. The, I can already tell.
0: Yeah. And so, I, I mean, I even came a day early uh, bringing my own, my camera, a bunch of impression material, had a bunch of patients lined up. So I'm going to take a bunch of impressions for diagnostic wax-ups. And I'll, get it was just going to be an informal, uh, a mere formality to get the license. And so I'll have the wax-ups ready to go and I'll just hit the ground running. And so he's living in this city in, called Rosalar. So I'm, I'm there on a Thursday night. I got there Friday. So. Um, and I find his house and it's just dark and it was weird looking. And I'm like, I'm is this a kill room? And so <laughs> I mean, I barely knew this guy. I, I knew my patient pretty well and her family, but not this guy. Well, long story short, the um all these patients that was gonna be there to take impressions, they they decided to wait till I got my license. I'm like, I flew an extra day early for this, and yeah. what the hell? Okay, fine. So we kind of looked around town and kind of, they showed me the clinic where I could work and, and how that would go. So I, uh, I show up on that Monday to take this test and, um, I'm totally overdressed. I wasn't sure. Is this an interview process? I'm wearing a fucking suit and, um, all the other people taking the test were totally just wearing, you know, khakis and a polo. And I'm like, all right, I'm the dumb American. All right. Um,
1: it was better the, to be overdressed than underdressed. Though. I I think so. That's better than to show up in like board shorts and a and, a, uh, and in a Natty Ice t-shirt with flip-flops on and be like, yeah, bro, what's up, yeah. man? And a bolo tie. and Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, it ends up being eight questions. They give you one page per question and it was written in three languages. So one sentence, like describe a composite restoration. It was in English, French, and Dutch. So I chose English. And... Uh- <laughs> But I, I'm going to try this shit in French. <laughs> so, but I'm looking at the thing and it was just a blank page and the other side and a bunch of scratch paper I could, if I want to keep going. And I'm like, how much do they want to know? Do I just talk at the simple, you know, Etch bond, Burdant or do I explain oral histology, dentinal tubules? <laughs> <and the> whole, <laughs> so I just go to town and I'm just writing pages. I, I t- Two hours to write eight answers, eight question answers. So um, then I had a two hour break. To just walk around Leuven. Uh, by the way, Leuven is where Stella Artois is. Uh, oh. is brewed. So the brewery did you get one. Not at the time. <laughs> I, I got one later, but not at the.
1: And did you? Did they do the whole thing where they have like the actual, the correct glass with the gold rim, and they do like the specific knife that they that probably levels did. it and all that. Like that's the, the specific way you're supposed to have a Stella served that, to you.
0: That's the way the bartenders do it. Yeah. So later you're there. And yeah, absolutely. I mean, I went to Hoogarden and they had a beer there and had their specific glass and all that. So I come back for the 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 clinical part. And um, so they provided everything, but I didn't realize their tools are just different. So I had to do an amalgam. I hadn't done an amalgam in a long time, but I'm looking at their stuff there. Their Toffelmeyer's come in a spool and you just pull off as much as you want and then cut it. You know, I'm used to pre-cut wedges and, and yeah. things to... So I had to look at somebody else and watch what they did. I'm like, oh, that's what it like the amalgam. Fucking car- copying off the person next. Totally, me. Copy, Jesus, totally copying. I mean, the amalgam carriers were not what I used in school. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, the whole thing was just. And then you know, wouldn't you know it? You you do the amalgam. I'm waiting forever. I'm carving this thing, and I'm waiting for this thing to set up. Finally, it's it's scritching. So I'm like, okay, it's it's hard enough. And I take the Toffelmeyer off, and the marginal ridge falls off. I'm like, fuck. You're gonna be kidding me. So I do my best to kind of make it work, you know. And I had yeah. a crown prep. I do a composite. I do all these things, but I'm I'm using burrs that I don't you normally use. Sure, everything was just I'm in the um the typodont that I did it on. It wasn't on a person. It was the typodont. Um, was much more advanced than the shit that I had in school. I mean, I actually had a, a head with a with a cheek and lips and everything to, to fight. It was pretty close to mimicking. as probably as much as you could without actually having a person. But, um, so I turn it all in, take a couple hours and turn it in. And then I, I go to Schiphol airport in Amsterdam and fly home the next day, next morning. And I wait in a couple weeks later, about a month later, I get a letter. And again, I have to take a photo and send it saying, what the hell does this say? And, um, it was some, somebody saying, what the hell do you think you're doing? You can't just come to Belgium and get a license. You have to matriculate in school. You have to, all these things that I, that I know foreign trained dentists come to America and having to do. And I'm like, that's what I thought. So I sent that to the this clinic. And they're like, well, I'm confused. I'm like, no, I'm confused and disappointed too. Well, uh, about two weeks later, I get another letter inviting me to go to Ghent to take a, a test. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Um, yeah, what was the first one? <laughs> I was in Leuven. So uh, apparently they were at, wanting t- the opinion of two universities to recognize my uh, diploma as equal. I'm like... Oh, well, okay, but I couldn't come on May twenty third like they wanted me to, but I could come June sixth. Um, God, the that, fact that
1: you fucking know these days is just rough, man.
0: So, but so I coordinated it when Sika was given her her crown to the next year's winner. I actually became a judge at the at the um, pageant. <laughs> so, so Holly then sees. Wait, Lance is going to a beauty pageant in in. Uh, Ostend, Belgium. My, you, you should take your oldest daughter Brianna um, with a, with you as you know, basically a chaperone. So, um, so we make this this family trip. Brianna wanted to see where I lived in Paris, so we went to Paris first, and then we made our way to Belgium, and then um, while I went to take the test in in Ghent, she actually went to school with Sika's son uh, Angelo, and so she got to hang out in a Belgian. School and that she thought that was kind of a cool adventure. I You're mean, just smoking
1: sp- cigarettes and eating French fries. The whole thing.
0: bit, all these Jetans. So, but I mean, we went to this this uh, pageant, and and I. <laughs> being the stupid American. I mean, it was this big casino with a thousand people in the crowd and it was televised. And so that the the guy next to me was a soccer star and the other guy on the other side was a photographer, fam- some famous photographer. And so they they were introducing them. And and then when he introduced me, he says, the, he nudges me, he says, you're supposed to stand up and wave. I'm like, shit. Oh, hi, everyone. i oh, trying to be gracious to the the crowd and um, they had three rounds and they, we were supposed to pick our top five. So the, my my favorite one, I put number one, my, the next one put number two and everything. And, and we had to turn them in and a police officer grabbed the ballots and then went back and, you know, tallied wow. them up.
1: Was it Interpol or was it like a local <laughs> municipality? Police it, it, looked, it looked local,
0: but it could have been okay. Interpol. It's probably CIA. All I know is by round two, I realized I was doing it backwards that the person I like the most should get five points. The second person should oh, get four no. points. And I'm like, oh shit, this is gonna be an international incident. When I finally tell the cop, hey, I did it backwards. So I just I kept my mouth shut <laughs> <laughs> and then did the final round correctly. And Lance was never asked to judge anything again. <laughs> so I uh I mean the the after party was crazy. Um that was the first time when they were showing me around the pageant before it started and we were getting ready. And so Brianna's with me. We're walking around and this is, they were going to do a body paint on this woman. And, but they just started, which means we went around a corner, me and Brianna and this person, our chaperone to just a naked woman standing there. And so then we get back to the table and so so, um, Bree, what, uh you see that woman around the corner? Yeah. So, um, what do you think? Well, I think she was naked, dad. Yes, she was. Don't tell mom. (laughs) So, so, I mean, it's better than a man being naked, right? Yeah, yeah, there'd be a lot of explaining. Mm -hmm. So, I finally, um, this time, I I go to uh, Ghent, the university in Ghent. I bring my own tools, my own burrs, my own everything. Well, I show up and I go to the the clinic that in the in the letter, and uh, they're like, "Yeah, so and so, I'm looking for this." person and they're like oh he's not here he's on vacation you have to come back next week i'm like nope. uh, yeah no no i flew 6000 miles uh, i i'm doing this and so they found some corner they gave me this time it was only four questions and they gave me um all the stuff to do and i i felt way better about it the second time okay and so uh again fly home and and wait a while um so like four months later and so it's august i get a letter saying um yeah, you got, uh, so Sika tells me over the phone, she says, yeah, there's, there's four parts, two tests, and you got three out of four, which means you failed. I'm like, "No." Oh. <laughs> I'm like, well, okay, I guess it's over. And she goes, well, you're just going to give up? I'm like, well, the letter says no. <laughs> mm. And she goes, no, that you can appeal. So I wrote, I figured, what the hell, I might as well. And I, I was invited to go back to the, uh, Leuven again and retake that test. So, I, I did. I couldn't do it right away. And so, it ends up being the following February. So, almost a y- exact year later, I met back in Leuven, t- taking the test all over again. But this time, it goes real well. And I even hung out with one of the faculty and just kind of talked about my, cl- my office in, in America and, and the differences between here and there. And um, a month later, I get a letter saying, congratulations, we now recognize your, your, license, your diploma as equal. You are now Great. allowed you're now allowed to apply. And I said, "What? What the fuck have I been doing? I thought that <laughs> So, I get all the paperwork. Oh my god. And I I send it all in. And they said, "Okay, well, the Royal Academy, is, they they follow everything in the Hague. So, the Royal Academy in the Hague is going to meet September 18th to um review your application." <laughs> and so I'm, I'm like, knowing
1: these these days is <laughs> killing me."
0: So I'm like, fine. So I wait. I, I even was proactive. I had created a website to sh- show off my, my work because so, I wanted to get some Google juice, get out of the Google sandbox mm-hmm. before I even uh, started. And uh, the date c- came and went and I hear nothing. And I still hear nothing. Go, m- another month later, nothing. And uh, we kind of had said that if you, when you turn 12, you get to go to Europe with dad. Well, Skylar had already turned 12 and she's almost, she's going to be 13 soon uh, the following spring. I said, tell you what, um, I'll contact, I'll, we'll we'll, get, we'll go there. We'll do the trip, try to mit, re, redo the trip I did with Brianna. There won't be a beauty pageant to do, so we'll have to do something different to kind of make up for that. So we went to Disneyland Paris to make up for it. And so I walk into the, so this is spring break um, the following April. And um, I walk into the government office saying, okay, so I'm Dr. Timmerman. Uh, I want to find out what's going on with my application. And so they, they, they recognize my name because I've been trading emails like oh shit you're here and I'm like yeah (laughs) so they come to find out they had hired a private investigator to do a background what and it took them a year oh you're fucked now and I said well so what's the answer well it says here that he's finished his investigation I said okay and what's the answer she goes well you'll have to wait it'll be in the mail I'm like I'm fucking here now what the hell now right about this time um there's a lot of uh, nationalistic pride in the Netherlands. Um, there are a lot of a lot of immigrants coming from like Syria and places like that, and they were getting mad. The people in Holland were getting mad, saying, "You know, these foreigners can't come into our country and make us speak their language. They're going to have to adapt to our, our culture. You're going to live here. You do our culture." Yeah.
1: So some some populism sort of, yeah. kind of what what we, we what we had three years ago.
0: Exactly. And so also right around this time, something happened in Belgium where there was a condition if things weren't met that their constitution like was gone. So they, they, the government really wasn't, for 400 and some odd days, there was no acting government. Um, so I'm like, so that's one reason for the delay and everything is there wasn't anybody to report to. And so um, finally, I get a letter and, saying, well, you know, we would we would entertain the thought of, of your application but you don't speak Dutch. You know, the whole, if you're going to come here, you learn our language. We don't learn yours. So I hired a Dutch tutor to come to my office every oh my Tuesday God. night.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. This turned it, this went from, <laughs> I'm not taking a board to now I'm taking three boards and I'm uh-huh. learning a new language uh-huh. in my own time at my office. So you just hired tell a me, tutor. Just tell me No. <laughs> don't give give me another condition. at this point they're gonna be like and the final test is you got to send us a picture of your butthole and then like <laughs> at that point it's just like okay hold my beer so so
0: you get a got, tutor uh-huh and she came this this really old lady comes you know native she lived, grew up in Utrecht and yeah we got to learn in Dutch and and uh, I, I got my certificate for elementary level Dutch. So I, I mail got
1: that. It, dude, you can't not give me something. It's, uh, it's something elementary. Oh, you have fun. Okay. Which That's means
0: the, I love you. Oh. <laughs> That's the best one to know. Okay. Be some good little girl. You go, oh, you have fun. Nice. So um, she, so I send the, the, my certificate to this guy in the, the government office there saying, okay, now what, you know? And so, I, I get a, a letter back or an email back at this point saying, um, okay, well, the answer is yes, but we have to wait for the king to sign it. And I wrote back, I said, you guys have a king? I I thought you guys cut their heads off, you know, 100 years
1: ago. <laughs> You're not improving your chances here no. by not knowing their fundamental form of government.
0: The constitutional monarchy, um, they do have a king still, and... Um, a couple months later, I finally get a certificate. Um, again, I had to s- take a picture and send it to Who What's it say? <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, it says you have a license. You're you're now legal as of the, the February 11th uh, of 2012 or whatever year it was." It took me five years to. Uh, oh my god! To do all that. Now, there's a lot of waiting in between, but um, if they would have just said no it's, uh, in the process in the middle of it, right. it, was, it wasn't look like it was going to happen. And so, in the middle of it is when I was telling a friend. He had a lab in LA and about the whole Belgium thing. He goes, well, why would you go to Belgium? I said, well, cause I, I know someone. He goes, why wouldn't you go someplace like Dubai? And I said, well, cause I don't know anybody in Dubai. And he goes, well, I have a cousin who has a dental clinic in Dubai. You should go there. So I'm like, what? Really? So uh, Memorial Day weekend, <laughs> oh and <my> <laughs> we, and I'm Googling and it looks like there's hardly any dentist there. And so I'm Googling it and, and I'm like, okay, so we go to check it out, go to the government office to see the forms and everything. What I found was back in 2012, they just weren't very good at making websites for the dentist yeah. there. Because I get there and that's when I first heard who Michael Apple was. I I kind of cold called this one clinic and I walked in with my, I have a leather bound portfolio of my smiles. I'm like, hey, you you know, let me talk to your manager and uh, like, like a Karen. and yeah. uh, <laughs> Let me speak to your manager, please. So this guy, it was a Dr. Michael's clinic. So anybody listening that knows that that's where Michael Appa worked. He goes, we already have a celebrity dentist. I'm like, what? Who? Yeah, Michael Appa. Well, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> I learned very quickly who that was. And uh, so it didn't work out. And, but I, I went through the process at that, this point, I get to know Appa And so I was trading an email. And then when I took the test to, it was an 800 question or uh, the, the practice test was, I don't think the final was 800 questions, a big, big test, but I didn't have to do it there. So I, there was a testing center near Seattle that I was able to go to and they, they get, had the test proctored there. Um, no clinical it was just, a, a the written test and, uh, found a headhunter in Dubai. And, and so we got the whole, that whole thing too. It, right about the time I got that one is when Belgium came through. So that's why I have the licenses in both of those countries. And have you ever
1: used either one?
0: No, but I framed the one and the, from Belgium and uh, there was a guy, a dentist from Amsterdam was visiting Seattle and swung by with his family. And he's going to look around the office and he looks at the wall and goes, what the hell is this? You have a license in Belgium? And I said,
1: I think so. Is that what it says? <laughs> can can you help me? <laughs> I I got some I got some uh Dutch for you. Okay. Eat my reet. You know what that means? Um eat my shorts? Eat my ass. Yeah. Eat my ass. I was hoping yeah. it was <laughs> I guess riet is ass. Okay. That that that
0: wasn't in my vocabulary lesson.
1: Yeah, that wasn't in elementary. No. <laughs>
0: That's advanced level vocabulary.
1: <laughs> your, your old lady Dutch teacher was not into analangus? No, not so much. Not that you know, that th- you know th- of. Trying to teach me the safe word was hard. I could never <laughs> pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wild. So, I mean, I feel like at this point, you need to go over there and do something. Even if it's like a buckle composite <clears throat> on, well, on on number 19. So like, Just uh, to uh, have used it. So a few years ago I was trying to cuz I just wanted to do like twice a year, three times a
0: year. And there was a clinic, a, a kind of a chain of clinics called Glam Smile and they were head they were actually headquartered out of Ghent. So I flew out to meet them and and kind of interviewed and they're like we'd love to hire you but you would have to be here full time. So I actually looked at the in Antwerp and Brussels, these new locations they were just cut ground on to add their like seventh and eighth location. So it's still a possibility um to to go there and even if it ends up being where we just did it for a year Two years or something. Just to, yeah, I just great. feel like
1: you, like that's such a voyage that it would be nice to actually like just one time just to use the license. Yeah,
0: it was it, um, it was one of those things where I ne- never want to be old going man. What if you know? What if I'd actually taken that test in Leuven? Well, I took it, so now I know. We'll know more if, if I ever do anything with it. But
1: <laughs> that's awesome. I have one license. It's a text uh, license. That's it. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I've never even like thought about going yeah. to another country.
0: Yeah, I got wanderlust real bad and so yeah, that's apparently. why I get the those other licenses. I've been in other worked in other states occasionally. Uh California, um I got the license. I told you I got a license in Iowa to help Clint. Yeah. So I I got the license, flew out to did the Jurisprudence exam the whole bit and then he never needed me, so I never used it.
1: <laughs> But I
0: think it was like a security blanket, knowing that I could always come there and and, and save the case for him. Or at least uh, if it was a, a case that I would just do, but he would then be able to not have to
1: let it go and yeah. keep some of the revenue and stuff. So I'm curious of what uh, what it would cost to have a license in all 50 states. Oh, God. Like what the yearly note would be on that. Because like in Texas, it's like 300 bucks. Something like mm-hmm. that. 375. Something like right. that. My guess, I have no idea, but my guess is we're probably in the middle. There's probably some states that are way more and probably some states that are way less. Yeah. Um, I, I'm assuming that would probably be a $10,000 venture with all 50 states. Wouldn't you think?
0: It's got to be, at least. You're going to have those, those... Like Delaware, I mean, what that that's hard to get in. Yeah. And probably I'm, the
1: problem keep. with Delaware is you got to make a poster. Yeah. And... And
0: you know, I'm always using Comic Sans font, and it's just and it just
1: doesn't look right. Never comes it doesn't out doesn't right. look right. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> I, it'd be cool to be the only dentist because there's there can't be a dentist who's who is licensed in all fifty states. I it'd be I, cool to say that you were like, hey, I'm mm-hmm. the only dentist in the country that's licensed in all fifty states. It'd be pretty rad. Yeah, yeah, I, that that would be pretty rad. That sounds exhausting. Well, Lance, this is an advice show. Sometimes. We answer your questions. 27 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with their own u- unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? Fuck no. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, who's the hottest dentist? Because we all know the Blanchet Grube is the hottest <laughs> dentist ever. <laughs> we want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. <laughs> <laughs> question one: This is our only question night because we we had to do the Belgium <laughs> story. Uh, Reddit user, did you see my shoe? asks. Is it safe for my to masturbate before my wisdom teeth surgery? Hey, I'm really nervous about getting my wisdom teeth removed, but I'm not sure if I could masturbate before it, though. My surgery is in three days, by the way, and I'm just super nervous because I've been masturbating a lot lately.
0: (laughs) Did you ever see Sons of Anarchy? I have not seen Sons of Anarchy. Oh, okay. Well, there's this one character that just constantly is masturbating. They end up cutting off his finger
1: so he'd stop. (laughs) (laughs) That's a... That's a compulsion, right there. When you when you can, when there's not a twelve step program that can help you, so they have to just make yeah. a circular saw to your fingers. Yeah, yeah. That's I, a tough one. I mean, he's
0: just standing there having a conversation, and he's he's like
1: that that masturbating bear on Conan O'Brien. <laughs> yeah, I do like the masturbating bear on Conan O'Brien. Uh, does he still do that? Does he still does he does I don't he still know. do that bit? I don't think so. I
0: haven't seen it for a while.
1: Um, is it safe to masturbate before my wisdom teeth surgery?
0: Well, as long as it's not during, I think you're fine.
1: Well, my question is: is how soon before? Oh, like the waiting room? Yeah, like are we talking? Are we talking? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess now there isn't a waiting room anymore. Yeah, uh, you're wait in your car. And that's yeah, fine. so in the car before they call you in? Yeah. Are we talking in the chair before he comes in to administer the IV sedation? Are we talking before the local? Are we talking before he starts elevating <laughs> or just before the forceps? Like, how soon before are we talking?
0: Yeah, that, that I guess really does paint a different picture. Um, his, his question is is it safe? I think it's all. I feel like safe. we should cover that first. <laughs> okay. As far as safety, well, I guess it depends on how. You know, are you using tools? Are you. <laughs>
1: And we're it, assuming this is a man,
0: yeah, you know, I was just about to look up the gender because
1: which to me would mean less as far as tools go, lower chance at least,
0: yeah, there's I mean i if you you wore those stippled gloves that goalies wear in soccer,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of that, oh yeah, no, it's like a flashlight in a, it's like a flashlight <laughs> glove, actually, we might be onto something. We should probably patent that right away. <laughs> that actually is a pretty good idea, dude. Because <laughs> it's like, the thing about a flashlight is getting caught having a fleshlight. Oh. Right? Like, that's the downside of a fleshlight. Okay. If someone's saying, why do you have this? You sick, <laughs> degenerate person. Whereas if you had this like, we could call them like lawn boys or something, you know? Yeah. Like,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> like so Like, oh, no, this is for uh, aerating the grass or something. <laughs> for sure. It's just got like a silicone grip on it.
0: Oh, that silicone grips for when I handle my hoe.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I, when I fling the hose around uh, mm-hmm. the yard. Um, this actually is a good idea. We should trademark that. Uh-huh. Um, because, yeah, we just name it like something that sounds like you would buy at Home Depot. Mm-hmm. And it's just like something that guys know about. And then if somebody found them, you'd be like, oh, yeah, no, those are just... Gardening gloves. Mm-hmm. And really, they're for they're for spanking it.
0: Yeah, you he, he got them. Only those in the. Shit, know. that's a good fucking
1: but idea, no. Lance. it really is kind of. It's a real good idea. I kind of think so. Um, we're gonna have to get Baron Gruder on this. He's got to 3D print some stuff for us. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think you're right.
1: Or Auguste Oliveira. Um, as we I think we can all agree that it's safe for him yeah. to do this, right? Yeah. I mean, other than like. Medically, dentally, it's safe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be a safe not,
1: assumption. Not jurisdictionally, jurisprudently,
0: mm-hmm.
1: law-wise. I don't feel like it would be safe. Yeah. Uh, I think you're probably right. Uh, could you imagine if it had like a form? Like uh, we, like that was part <laughs> of our informed consent. That, like, your your intake ask. form? <laughs> yeah. When was the last time you flogged it? Yeah. Um, I t- on my sedation form, there's a question about like, uh, when you know, are you pregnant? When was your last period? And I always uh, default that. I always like tell my assistants like you guys got to ask them that because I'm yeah. not asking them that Yeah, for sure. Um, that would be a tough f- thing to have to have on the form.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm thinking that's not standard of care. I'm not putting on the form.
1: <laughs> um, is it safe to do it before? It, I mean, this does sound like a nervous compulsion.
0: Yeah, but it says could. Like, what you couldn't quite ma-
1: muster the the will. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't want to. I don't want to compare myself to like Cal and Jr. or Lou Gehrig or anything like that. But I feel like you know, if if I had to play that day, I could. I I could come. Out, I could go out and play. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh
0: huh.
1: Um. I could muster the courage and the intestinal fortitude and the testicular fortitude to, you know, give it my all, so to speak, on (laughs) on that day. Uh Um, You know, the question is, is, you know, how how much time beforehand? So if you're talking like a 7 a.m. start, 8 a.m. start, you know, you're talking about waking up like a 530, something like that. You know, yeah, there's there's I feel like I could I feel like I could I could rally, you know, at 545 or whatever and take care of that.
0: Yeah, the morning wood is going (laughs) to help.
1: That doesn't happen as much anymore now that I'm over forty. Yeah, it gets worse. It's not. It's not a routine, (laughs) routine deal. Um, Why has he been doing it a lot lately? Yeah. why, Why does it matter? Is it just nerves knowing you're going to get your wisdom teeth out? Yeah, is like, is that what's driving this? Because I've never been like a nervous masturbator. No. I fidget a lot. Like, sometimes you tell me you can hear it on the microphone, like you hear a squeaking and it's like my leg uh-huh. bouncing up and down. Yeah, I do um, that too. Yeah. I do that nervously. Sure. But I do not pull out my penis and start uh, manhandling it. Well, not yet. Nervously. just <laughs> not... I, I was given a fidget spinner for Christmas a couple years ago. That's right, I did enjoy that. Okay, that is well different than masturbating. Though. You said did, so it's no longer uh, something. I you don't do. know where it is. It's around somewhere. <laughs> uh, um, so you're just not spinning because you don't know where it is. Not could you use a fidget spinner while masturbating? Ooh, we should trademark that too. Like, get the like. You know, like the Harlem Globetrotters, like get a basketball spinning and then like yeah. put it on a kid's finger or whatever. <laughs> Could you do that with a fidget spinner?
0: <laughs> and then spin plates on your dong. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why couldn't that work? You know, I, we need some research. Do,
1: do, do, What's that song? Uh, Sweet Georgia Brown? Sweet Georgia Brown. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, (sighs) Yeah. Why is this a reaction to being nervous by getting your wisdom teeth out? I totally get like sparking a joint, having a beer. Sure. I totally get taking a Xanax or Valium in the morning. Uh, I I Uh totally get any of those, uh, smoking a cigarette, hitting your vape. Any of those kind of things, I totally get all that. Mm-hmm. This one, I don't fully understand.
0: Yeah, that's not the first thing that comes to mind when um...
1: most questions are after. You know how how yeah. long after? Exactly. And here's the deal about after. After is is there's there's a couple of different ways you could go. There's a couple of ways you could play the game. The after is is. Is you know the 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 day after you know the the eight hours later the twelve twenty four that's the sort of no man's land you don't want to you don't want to do it then mm-hmm. immediately after like three hours after you're still numb mm-hmm. and you've got some Norco in you mm-hmm. and you've got some uh, you know um, you probably still have some sedative in you. you got a nice little cocktail going a little buzz going on. Not bad, not a bad deal. Not a bad deal. In fact, I I was 16 when I got my wisdom teeth out, probably very similar situation to that. You know, I I don't remember it in the car on the way home. Probably happened, no, probably not on the way home, but um, probably not long after home. Um, I will tell you, just judging by myself, uh huh, firing up that Netscape browser. In, yeah. in 1996. AOL um, pile up. Yes. But the, and then after that, it's like the 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 48 hours after. It's mm-hmm. the sort of 12 to 48 hours. It's the no man's land. Yeah. We're probably not going to feel up to it. Yeah. yeah. But that immediate after, ooh, mm. pretty slick. Ooh, mm-hmm. pretty nice. Um, Yeah, we normally don't, don't get the after. Mm-hmm. Or we know we normally don't get the before. before. Mm-hmm. It's always, you know, it's always a question about what we can do after. Um hmm. I'm sh- I'm not an oral surgeon. I don't IV sedate. But you hear stories from people who do a lot of that. Uh huh. That like weird things happen to some people when they when they yeah. get, you know, fentanyl and, and verset in their blood. Yeah. This has had to have happened before, right? I I would think so. So
0: anybody listening and you got a story,
1: yeah. If you got a story about this, please yeah. write in workingreferences@gmail.com. Um, I just I feel like this has had to have happened at least a thousand times. Yeah. It, it, you know, to 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 different people around the country, this has to seem like one of those things. It just seems like one of those things that would happen. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they finish or anything, but like that hand start start going and sure. and. huh It's
0: like that guy from Sons of Anarchy just starts grabbing it,
1: right? Um, trying to see if there's any interesting stuff in. Um. Hey, just got done with my wisdom tooth surgery. This is in the comments. Okay. This is from. Did you see my shoe? Uh, honestly, it was fun, but I don't know why some people act weird afterwards. I was just fine. Uh, just a bit dizzy. It was really relaxing. The doctors make you feel really good. Oh, do they? But I was shocked when they told me I could remove all four instead of just the one I had to. You'll be fine now. Just don't stress, because now I feel like an idiot for stressing. Um, so he's feeling good, pretty good at that moment. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd say go go nuts Uh, Uh if if it it makes you feel better. Yeah, (laughs) very good. Um, maybe that should be in maybe in the premed, you know, because a lot of oral surgeons do a. I worked uh, I scrubbed instruments and stuff like that for normal surgery when I was in college over the summer. Um, and, and so he would have kind of a, a pre-med sort of deal where he'd start him on amoxicillin like the day that he was going to take them out. They'd take their first dose and okay. um, you know he'd have he'd have already called in the scripts and stuff like that. This was in the 90s. So it was like before we were all so petrified of of opiates he'd have called in the opiates beforehand uh-huh. back when you could call in opiates. Yeah. Um, and so they already had them ready. Um, and so he would just have them take, you know, a, a, a tab or whatever it was at the time. Mm-hmm. When they would get home, maybe you could just have a prelim sort of part of your pregame, you know, Amoxicillin, Motrin 800, Paradex, Norco, um, maybe a little Cialis to go along with it, you know, just to make sure. Yeah, just make sure you're feeling good afterwards. Um, I sense. don't know if a teenager is necessarily going to need it, but it couldn't hurt.
0: No, not at all.
1: And also, uh, could work well as a hammer. You know, if you need to chisel out the, uh, <laughs> you give a 16 year old Cialis, and you need to chisel out some wisdom teeth, you could probably use that or use you it as a handle. Some, yeah, you for leverage. Chisel, yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's just like the story of uh, the doc, You know, the the oral surgeon had his foot on my chest, all that kind of uh-huh. stuff. Yeah, the doc, the oral surgeon was leveraged off of my weenus, and uh, <laughs> it's really sort of partially uncomfortable, partially great. Uh-huh. Um, I kind of didn't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I again, we we have to bring this up every time we do these questions. Is I don't understand the going to the internet to ask this question.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. The world is a twisted place, and it surprises me every day.
1: The the shitty thing is, is that you can find sort of answers to things like this on the internet. But earlier, I was doing a a uh, like a run through for a webinar I'm doing next week for the AGD, uh-huh. and their software they use like GoToMeeting, the webinar version of that instead of Zoom, oh. and it doesn't let you play your system audio.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And so like digging around to find like the workaround for that, because it's like, I'm sure thousands of people are using this platform mm-hmm. and thousands of people need to have audio in their presentation. Sure. And how do they do it? And it's like, I can't find that fucking answer. <laughs> but this guy can get an answer about, can he wake his crank Spanked before there. he gets his wisdom teeth out? Like, yeah. what the fuck are we doing as society? Uh huh. Priorities, man. Did you see my shoe? Shut up and I need to find the answer about the go to webinar thing because that's a real problem. Yeah. You needing to nut before you get your wisdom teeth out <laughs> is not that big of a deal. No. No, I I don't know. Um the best comment in the whole deal Is from I'm sleepy. One, two, three, four, who just says you're weird, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong, uh, wrong spelling of your, which I love. Yeah. Uh, it's the most internet thing ever, but that's literally the best comment on the entire, entire thread. Let's check out their post history. Did you see my shoe? Um, Oh, (laughs) this is a, this is a, a, a question in a similar vein. Uh, How long does it take to remove one wisdom tooth? I guess if we're gonna if we're gonna bust one out, we need to kind of you know budget our time. So we need to know. Or do you bust one per tooth? Ooh, that's my refractory period is too long. I'd have to have a week between (laughs) extractions. Could could not handle. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um,
1: I I do love that he's sort of is mapping out his day. Uh, (laughs) Really good. Really good. That's funny. Oh, Jesus. Uh, so we talked about... Lance and I talked about a couple things. things. Um, we're going to do a, a little bit shorter episode tonight. So we're going to call this one quits. It's 45 minutes in. Um, we're taking next week off. Right, Lance? We are. You're going out of town.
0: Yeah, going to Chicago. We'll, we'll watch the world burn. <laughs> what? What's <laughs> Chicago? Oh, nothing. I'm going to have a milkshake. Okay. (laughs) Wiener circle. Uh, We, um, when the, the, the Rona was at its peak, uh, airfare was really, really cheap. So we bought a bunch of tickets to go all over the place and Chicago was on the list. Okay. So we're just going to go get a hot dog.
1: Be careful. Go hang out with rich. Yeah. Our good friend, rich (laughs) Rosenblatt, Mina Barsoom, Anthony Ponzio trying to think who else we know in Chicago. Jacob rusty Rusty. Whipple. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that covers it. Yeah. um, Yes, yeah, so we're, we're gonna we'll we'll air an old episode next week. Um, <laughs> I asked Lance which one, and he said we'll ask Gina, so <laughs> she'll know which one to air. Yeah, um, I think so. And then uh, and then so we'll be back in a couple weeks. All right. Uh, it, I, whose turn is it for song? That would be me. Okay, good. Because I had a song, but How'd I you, can save it. You, could, you no, can no, 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 no. It's not that important. Um, I can save it because we I, we need to talk about it. Okay. Um because I somehow stumbled into a really good uh non-ironic non religious Mormon band. <laughs> okay. So we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks. And I have a great story to tell in a couple of weeks. Okay. So I'll just sounds, tease you on that. was exciting. Um let me uh let me do the let me patch up the show here. Anything? Um hey uh Share this with your friends. You got any friends who are into uh, talking about board exam experiences in other countries? (laughs) Let them know about the show. That's how we grow the show. One episode, uh, one new listener at a time. We do grow the show one episode at a time. We really That really is the only real way to do it. Kind of how we do it. Difficult to do more than one episode at a time.
0: It's it's more of a challenge.
1: Uh, Give us a rating. Uh, Lance, what's your favorite number? Big fan of five. I love the number five. It's a prime number. I mm-hmm. think. I don't it, know. Allegedly. I feel like I said something about a prime number on an episode and mm-hmm. got an email from someone that's like, no, actually, whatever it was that I said was a prime number was not. Number one. Is one not a prime number?
0: That's the part of the definition of prime. So, Jesus fucking
1: Christ. Yeah. So, were right. Is five a prime number? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I just googled that and it just says the word yes. <laughs> Maybe some more X. Ex- like normally, Google is there with yes. The God. history of prime numbers is that Eratosthenes in in uh, twenty six hundred BC described the blah blah blah, and it's like no, nah, it's just yes. yes. <laughs> it ends the- up with five to prime number. It's got curves, but it's also got straight lines, so it's got a little something for everybody. Um, uh, do that on iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify for flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all the social bullshits. Facebook, workinginterferences to Josh and Lance, funny shit for dentists and dental team members. Hit us up on Twitter, at Winter Hit us up on Instagram, at Winter Francis. Lance can be found on Instagram, at DR Timmerman, DMD. I can be found on Instagram, at Joshua Austin, DDS. Smash that follow button. Lance, tell me about your song.
0: Well, thanks to you, I st- I've been listening ever since the debut to a podcast called No Dogs in Space. And this week, they did a whole episode on Surfing Bird,
1: and <laughs> I, I saw had, nope. that in my feed and wondered, <laughs> like, is this really an entire episode about Bird is the word? Uh, it's. Now, Bird is a Word is one of the songs that was
0: combined. Uh, the Rivingtons' Papa Um Mau Mau and The Bird is a Word was combined to make The Surf and Bird. Yeah. Fascinating. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> How long is this episode? I'm just curious. I think it's only an hour. It's an hour on that.
0: Yeah, they do a great job of explaining stuff and and influences and the whole, all of that. So... I'm not done with the episode. I was listening on the way home and my my commute wasn't as long as the episode. So uh, I still got a ways to go. But the Trashmen sing Surf and Bird.
1: That's awesome. Uh, I feel so sorry for anybody who has to listen to this episode and then just has that fucking song stuck in their head for, <laughs> I don't know, the next. And the uh, problem is there's like, then we'll have a rerun next week. So it's, it's like two weeks you're going to have that song stuck in your head. <laughs> enjoy. Yeah, enjoy. Uh, please if you if you decide to kill yourself because of having that song stuck in your head uh please write a letter to Lance Timmerman and let him know uh-huh. um that that he is the one responsible for this I, I think I think his conscience should weigh heavy uh for Lance Timmerman I'm Joshua Austin Peace stay fresh cheese bags well, everybody's head about the bird, 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 bird. The, the bird bird the About the bird, 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 the the bird, the bird, the bird, the the bird, 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 the the bird, the 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 the
0: the 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 Mama, mama,
1: papa, mama, papa,